and welcome back to another episode of Bantit Laurentia. How are you all doing? I hope you're doing great. Today's episode is once again sponsored by the DBT's wigs. Now, this is a 12-inch bulb giving me light, 99J, and a highlight of color 1B. We have different lengths, different texture, different colors. Get in contact with us and we get you sorted. Our contact details is on the screen and um, just let us know what you want. We sell wholesale and retail. Now let us dive into today's episode because listen, we are still in shock over the passing of Mobad. Everybody's still trying to get over that, trying to look for the way forward, both in the entertainment industry and youth in general, like decisions that youth are taking. Let us look for how we can prevent certain things from happening. Now, as we all know, the UK opened its borders to skilled workers, especially the care work visa permit. A whole lot of people have been using this thing now this is not just for Nigerians. This is not just for Africans. The UK opened the borders to every country and everybody. Now there's been issues going on because a lot of people will just get licensed to bring skilled workers, collect as much as 15,000 pounds, then some even 20,000 pounds from people to bring them in, promising them job opportunities. Some of these people, they sell up uh, everything that they have to come here to work, thinking, okay, they're going to be working, maybe 100 hours because this will promise them crazy things, promise them they're going to be making crazy money and this will sell up everything to come here and there's no job. Basically, this company is just a mushroom company that just got the license to bring them in and they vanish. This has happened to a lot of people. Now, I remember a friend of mine calling me. He came here to do his master's degree and um, he did in cyber security very lucrative area at the moment and he called me and said he wanted to change to work visa like care work visa because it's five years and if he switched to the two years work permit it's just two years so he's looking into doing the five years route and i'm like why do you want to restrict yourself to a care visa when you did a very good you know, course for your master's degree. There are looking, a lot of companies are hiring network security experts at the moment. These people are making lots of money. This is IT sector. We did computer science together. So I was like, why do you want to limit yourself? Do you understand the implication of what you're saying? Do you understand that, okay, if you sign this care visa, you're going to be doing care for the next five years. Yes, it's five years, but you are restricted to care. You can't do your network security. You cannot use your care work permit and go and work in a company. That is not going to happen. Why do you want to do this? And he was like, oh, a friend told him, that friend told him, the conversation wasn't going anywhere. And I said, listen, just go and mark today's date in your calendar and just mark it. We are going to have this conversation in the next two, three years, and then you tell me the outcome of it. It wasn't like I was trying to <laughs> rain on his parade or anything. I could see the dangers in somebody who did master's degree in a very lucrative profession, now trying to switch to a care visa. 
not because they've not completed their course, not because they cannot, just because, okay, care visa is more of five years and the uh, work permit is two years root. And this guy was ready to pay about 10,000 pounds to get this. And I'm like, why? Ladies and gentlemen, we had a conversation recently. It's not even up to a year and he's already regretting because the company he signed to, they are not even uh, trying to get him any job. He's not doing anything. And <laughs> I, I didn't even know what to tell him. I didn't, I, I was just, you know how you don't even, I couldn't even say anything because it was just like, <laughs> why? So many people make decisions based on what they have heard or what somebody have told them. A lot of people coming in with this care visa, they don't want to listen to any other thing because these people, they've told them, oh, this person did this and did that. And at the end of the day, the person gets sorted. Of course, they're going to sell you that dream. Of course, they're going to tell you all these things that will make you bring out that money. Of course, they're going to tell you things that um, will make you feel that is your best option. Before you do things, ask questions. Now, UK, they have, uh, they are even trying to stop the whole, because there, there was a documentary on um, Sky that documented not just Nigerian immigrants complain about these things, even the Indians, you know, the Asian people, because these are the people that are kind of stuck in this whole thing. Now watch this. It's chaotic, dishing out supplies in a cramped and crowded food bank. Organisers say they're overwhelmed because it's not just locals who are struggling to survive. Yeah, come and sit down. Come, come inside. Sit down here. Some of these people have recently arrived from Nigeria but got here to find the jobs they were sponsored for don't exist. Sky News has already shown how skilled worker visas are being abused and middlemen are making large sums of money exploiting this legal route to the UK. Now we can reveal how people who thought they were coming here to work are falling destitute. Most are reluctant to talk. They feel despair at their predicament. This woman, who we're calling Blessing, hasn't been given any shifts by the company which sponsored her since she arrived three months ago. I've always provided for myself. I'm a very hardworking, diligent person. So for me to be here, depending on people to eat, you know, coming to the food bank to get food, isn't, uh, isn't quite okay with me. It makes me feel I'm a less of a person, a human. I should be in the position of helping, not the receiving end, because this is not who I was back in my country. Blessing told us she paid an agent in Nigeria £10,000 to arrange a full-time job as a carer on a skilled worker visa. She asked us not to reveal the company which sponsored her, fearing repercussions. But we've seen other documentation supporting her account of what's happened. There is a big scam going on. A lot of people have been scammed every day, been deceived that we have jobs. How many people do you know who've come on skilled worker visas and got here and there's no work? Oh, I can't count. Yeah, I can't. There are so many, so many. I met a lot here and so many are still coming after I've come here. Dozens, hundreds? Oh, let me say dozens. Yeah. 
dozens, yeah. This woman also came from Nigeria and says she's had to move north to live with her sister because there's no work for her. They all say it's proving virtually impossible to find a new company to sponsor them for a full-time position. And having come as carers, under the terms of their visas, they can't work in any other job sector. We're calling this couple Joyce and Alan. They say they also paid an agent in Nigeria £10,000 to arrange employment for Joyce as a carer. I've been cheated. It has not been easy. I have to sell my car, sell my property, got a loan, took a lot of risk to raise up the money. How difficult is it to transfer to another company to get sponsored by somebody else? It's very difficult because most jobs you want you, you to get, they will first of all tell you that actually you've got this from somewhere else, so maybe you should go back to that place to get your job. That's what they always say. We are begging the government if they can look into it. The founder of the food bank says she's already under pressure feeding local people in a cost of living crisis. Nearly half the people you're yeah, supporting 15, are yeah. people who were given oh, a visa to, visa come, to, the UK, to come to the UK without work. And then got here and there was no job? Yes. Yes. Are you shocked by that? I am shocked because this has never happened in the UK before. So we are so surprised to see this happening for UK government, you know, and a lot of them sold their houses in Africa, sold their cars, sold their things. They, they thought go, they were going to start a new life. And they thought they are starting a new life here. Getting here, they got stopped. It's so, it's so, I'm sorry, it's so depressing. That's the word. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. It is so depressing. Do you think it's a big issue? It's a very big issue. It's people that are not British citizens, people who came to the UK very recently. They are recently. Nigerians. They yeah. are not British. They have no other documents than the skilled visa that brought them into this country to come work. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Yeah. As we finish filming by the front door, two people scurry past with the food they've been given, disappearing into the rain in Rochdale in Greater Manchester. It's only afterwards we're told their story, that they were too ashamed to speak to us. One of the women has hit rock bottom and is sleeping on a bus. Last week, we give her bread and tuna because that's what she can eat easily without cooking or warming. Now homeless, we're told the lady on the bus is yet another person who paid an agent in Nigeria to arrange care work in the UK and whose dreams of a new life are in tatters. Do you know if she was offered a full-time job? The certificate of sponsorship? Yes, yes. According, according to and what she showed us, yeah. they offer her a full-time job and she can't go back home. She has nothing again at home. She sells, she sells everything that she has back home. She's in a bad way. Bad, bad one. Yeah. The lady on the bus is one of a huge number of people who've come to the UK from around the world on skilled worker visas. More than 170,000 in the 12 months to March this year, including 40,000 as carers. What we've found is just how widespread abuse of the skilled worker visa system is in different communities and around the country. Again and again, people telling us the same story. Some are getting here and finding there's no work. Others are using it as a route to reach Britain. We've come to West Yorkshire, where the lure of a better future has brought some people on skilled worker visas from South Asia to join Bradford's established Pakistani and Bangladeshi communities. 
Speaking to local businesses in a supermarket, we're told it's not just people who aren't getting the work they were promised who are struggling. They tell us people are coming into the store looking for jobs who also came on skilled worker visas but have no intention of working as carers and are using the system purely to reach Britain. Some of them were told before they arrived that you will have no jobs, you're only arriving here and they do pay a lot of money. And so it's a way to get to the UK? Just to get to the UK. It does shock me and it is frustrating. Um, Who are you frustrated with? We're not only frustrated with the c people that are coming in uh, knowingly, we're also frustrated uh, with the government for creating this mess in the first place. We're told people are coming in off the streets looking for jobs, so poverty-stricken they're even offering to work for next to nothing in exchange for something to eat. They are very desperate. Some people, they come begging me, brother, give me some job because I don't have any food to eat. Um, and you get this every day? Every day, every week. Behind the scenes, the scale of the problem becomes clearer. Well, today's bin is already gone, so... Rejected CVs end up in the bin, but they say nearly half are from people on skilled worker visas not allowed to work in their shop. Anha explains what happened with a recent applicant. We've done an employer checking service uh, check and it's just come up with the work restrictions. So he is allowed to work in this country, he is legally here, however he's not allowed to work in this particular business. He's only here for skilled worker as a carer. We've traced and spoken to a number of people who travelled to the UK from Pakistan on skilled worker visas that say they're too ashamed to be filmed and are afraid of being sent back. And the reason they don't want to come out, firstly embarrassment, but then secondly on top of that, they just feel obviously they don't want to make themselves, you know, known. Mabeen runs a community cafe and food bank and says people's expectation of how things will be in the UK doesn't match the reality. I think a lot of people feel that they're going to come over here, they're going to start a new life, it's going to be a, a life where they're going to make lots of money, they're going to be living in lavish lifestyle, but it's nothing like that. It's just a, you know, a false dream, a misconception for them. And to be honest, in terms, I would put it as a scam. How strong do you think the government checks are at the moment? The level of checks are very weak. I think this is massive, to be honest. The government says abuse of the immigration system will not be tolerated. In a statement, the Home Office said, we have robust measures in place to ensure compliance. We will always take decisive action if employers break the rules, including by revoking sponsor licences when necessary. But for those now unable to support themselves after moving to Britain, Serious questions remain about the dream being sold to some people using the skilled worker visa route to get here. Lisa Holland, Sky News. Now after watching this whole thing, you could see the dangers of just making decisions with you know, little information that you have or information that somebody that is trying to sell something to you is giving to you ask questions and even if somebody else is giving you a contrary you know information that 
it's not suiting to what you're needing at that point, make sure you ask four, five people. I always tell people that, listen, if I want to do something, I would tell about 15 people about that plan. Now, the whole 15 people cannot be wrong. Yes, maybe you can get um, three, four different group of people to talking about the same thing, but you know ultimately what you want. At that point, you have a more robust information to make an informed decision. But some people don't even want to look at these things. If you tell somebody, listen, if you want to travel and you're thinking about selling everything, why don't you just sit down? Do like, I don't know, it, it beats my imagination why you would tell some people to do nursing and they will refuse to do it because, you know, they don't want to spend four years. But you're going to come and you're going to you're going to sell up everything you have and even the job you're not going to get people are stranded people are sleeping on the street people are just there are so so many people suffering because they they want a better life and there's nothing wrong about wanting a better a better life for yourself the situation in diaspora has changed since the pandemic there's so much inflation there's so much hardship going on and if you are coming in you have to be able to put yourself in a strategic position to be able to work now do your nursing come here after one or two years once you're settled you can now decide to go into other profession that you really want to do use that as a stepping stone a lot of people are not working with their first degree they are not working with it. They don't, they've done that as, you know, use it as a stepping stone and then get something else doing. But when you tell people, use this as a stepping stone for you to get what you want, stoop to conquer. They will tell you, ah, no, I cannot do it. Now, this particular friend of mine, he, he, he <laughs> I don't even know. Because this person spent over 15,000 pounds to do a master's degree. And then they, they have spent like over 10,000 pounds to do the care stuff. And now they can't even get a, a job. He is lucky. He has a girlfriend who is um, accommodating him and he's trying to get his life together. But that is not the case for so many people. There are so many people sleeping on, a, on buses. You know? Depending on charities for food, when you have paid 10, 15, 20,000 pounds to a care company, some of these, you know, care companies, what they do, they just set this thing up, get about 15 people, collect, we're talking about 15 people, we're talking about over 150,000 pounds, and they disappear. Some of them take that money and fly to America. Some of them move out, go to Australia, Canada, you will not see them again. The UK police, where are they going to look for them? Because they are not even, they are no longer in the country and they are not even willing to come back for any reason. We have to be careful. We have to be careful. Before you sign anything, before you make that agreement, before you think, okay, I, I want to go to the next step and I need certain things to be in place. Make sure you ask questions. Don't just do things because everybody, other person is doing it. Don't do things. People lie. I always tell people these things and they think I am just, you know, raining on their parade. People lie. People go through the worst things and they will come out 
splash uh, makeups on their face, wear their clothes, and then tell you they are living their best life. But they are lying. They are going through challenges that you don't know. There are so many people on these care visas, if they tell you what they are going through, you will not believe it. But they will come out and tell you this is the best decision that they've had. That they are working, they are doing this, they are doing that. They don't tell you, they don't give you the details. Now I tell people before you do anything, it, it, YouTube, I know... It's not a source of information, you know. Then, back then in school, they will tell you Wikipedia should not be your reference point. But if you know how to use Google and Wikipedia, you can get an understanding of what you need to look for in, <laughs> in an academic sense. Answer that question, and then you now look for... See, get information from, from, from YouTube. Ask people who have been in that situation. Yes, I see a lot of people glorifying all this, how to get to Canada, how to get care visa to the UK, how to do this and how to do that. I understand there are so many of those videos. Now, I remember when there were so many videos of people talking about their challenges in the UK. Um, it was kind of um, a joke at that point. People say, ah, all these people that just got here, they'll be doing videos, how life is in the UK. But that is the true sense of what they are going through. Yes, we may not like it, but listen to people. Listen to people's challenges. As a project manager, one thing they tell you is before you make a decision, before you embark on a project, Look at a successful project and a failed project. Benchmark these two things. You cannot go wrong. When you see a successful project, you see why that project is, uh, is successful or was successful. And you look at a failed one, what they did wrong. Once you get these two things together and you put yourself in that middle, yes, you're going to, you know, your estimates are not going to be perfect, but there are certain pitfalls that you're going to avoid. Apply that in your daily life. Make problem solving your number one priority. If you, before you travel, what is the problem you're trying to solve? Are you trying to go to school? If school is what you want, then get a student visa and travel. Are you trying to do business? If business is what you want, what are you doing with student visa? If work is what you want, you want to work in the healthcare, why are you paying 10, 20,000 to do a care work visa when you can sit down, do nursing, get a job, and get, you can go to Canada, you can go to US, you can go to Australia, it must not be UK. Try to have that skill of problem solving ask yourself what is the problem you're trying if you answer the question of what problem am i trying to solve you're going to avoid so many problems i know it is not easy especially when the jackpot thing coming to somebody they just want to leave but take a step back ask yourself am i going to study is this, is it really school is it work? Is it business? Do I really want to relocate? Because these are questions that, pe you know, they just tell you, oh, student visa. Yes, I want student visa. When I get there, I will sort it out. 
you're paying fifteen thousand pounds to come and go to school and then uh, to <sighs> people need to wake up stop wasting people are suffering people are going through a lot even the uk citizens are protesting before you just wake up and travel have a plan and make sure that plan is not just limited to a geographic location have a qualification that even if you're going to canada you can use it if you're going to the us you can use it if you're going to the uk you can use it if you're tired i have a family friend who they got to the uk and they were like this <laughs> the, the the wife um is a nurse and she was the the, the family were like you know uk is we are not happy with the uk she applied for jobs in the u.s and she got and they moved to the u.s just like that within a year that is the power of having a qualification that can take you anywhere as an it person you can sit down get a qualification a job in the u.s you can either go to the u.s or you stay where you are and you're working or you see we have moved beyond certain qualifications if you want to improve your life there are certain things you need to know there are certain things you need to do seek knowledge seek information for you to put yourself in strategic positions that will enable you fulfill whatever you want to fulfill once you know the right question to ask yourself ask yourself that question and if you can answer truthfully there are so many problems that you avoid for yourself. Anyway, I'm not saying people should not travel. If you have 20,000 to pay for care, work visa, go and do it. If you have 15,000 pounds to pay for school fees when you know you don't want to go to school, go and pay. If you have uh, uh, 20,000 pounds to uh, pay for school fees and then pay for um, care visa, when you just know you want to relocate, go and pay. Everybody with his own. Anyway, thank you very much for watching today's episode. Please like, 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 and share. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.